Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Nisa. Welcome to another episode of the Lost Crimes Library podcast. This is the story of the unsolved murder of Ashley Armstrong. Ashley Armstrong was only 20 years old when she was shot and killed on a night out with her friends in New Haven, Connecticut. On May 16, 2012, Ashley was driving near the intersection of Shelton Ave and Munson Street around 12.20 a.m. With her as passengers were her three girlfriends. She and some of her friends had plans to meet up with their guy friends and party that night. It's reported that Ashley had to pull over and park on the side of a street in front of a store because she needed to type in a location to get directions. So Ashley and her friends, along with the male friends who were driving together in a separate vehicle, met in front of the store before heading out to the party. As Ashley and her friends made their way down the street, heading towards the party, no one could have predicted the turn the night took. Minutes after Ashley turned onto Shelton Avenue, a gunman opened fire on her car, which was a black Volkswagen Jetta. 911 calls poured into police, and EMS and police were dispatched. At the scene, Officers found Ashley slumped over in the driver's seat. According to police, Ashley was shot several times in her head and her neck. Ashley Armstrong was transported to the hospital of St. Raphael, where she was pronounced dead at 12.27 a.m. Getting the news of Ashley's death, her murder, Ashley's family was shocked and confused. Those who knew Ashley Armstrong knew her as a ball of sunshine. She could be in the middle of adversity, but she still found a way to laugh, have fun, smile, and make the people around her feel happy and comfortable. It just didn't make sense that Someone like her, someone with so much love and care for others, would be the victim of a murder. Not to mention, her family couldn't wrap their minds around the fact that Ashley was in such a good place in her life. She was accomplishing her goals. In 2009, Ashley graduated from Danbury High School, and she soon became a nursing student at Naugatuck Valley Community College. And she worked as a certified nursing assistant at Ridgefield's Laurel Ridge Healthcare Center and Danbury Synergy Home Care. Becoming a nurse was a perfect career goal for Ashley. She loved to take care of people, and she was really good at it. Learning that Ashley was the target of a shooting, that she died such a violent death, really shook Ashley's family to their core, and they needed answers and justice. So the investigation into her homicide began. At the crime scene, five shell casings were recovered by investigators. 
and although there were cameras in the area, none of them captured the shooting itself. So that was nothing but a dead end. No leads for police. If you remember, there were three passengers in Ashley's car at the time of the shooting, and none of them were injured. Detectives believed that the shooter came from the outside, not the inside of the vehicle. And if you're wondering if any of those three passengers were the intended targets, well, authorities say that that is still in question. They seem pretty tight-lipped about this piece of information, saying, quote, we cannot definitively say that they were or they were not, end quote. Ashley's cousin, Stephen Armstrong, says he knew two passengers in the car, and he spoke to both of them after the murder. According to Stephen, the two passengers said they heard the gunshots, but did not see anyone outside of the car. Even if they did, they said it would have been difficult to describe the shooter or the shooters because it was dark outside and there were barely any streetlights on that street. I found this really interesting and kind of confusing because Ashley was shot in the head and the neck multiple times. Also, no one else was injured. This all suggests that the killer was probably standing really close to the car when they fired the weapon. So my question is, did the witnesses really not see anything? How did they not see someone walk up to the car? Was it really that dark that they couldn't see someone standing close by? Just as the investigation into Ashley's murder began, there was another homicide case for the New Haven police to investigate, and it left the community wondering if the two cases were connected. 12 hours after Ashley was killed, there was another shooting victim in New Haven. A man named Tyrell Trimble, who was the same age as Ashley, was shot and killed at 1 p.m. on Elm Street, near the Stop and Shop Plaza in the Dwight neighborhood. Witnesses related to police that Tyrell was shot from a van. One witness told police that the shooter was a passenger in a brown Chevy Astro van with Pennsylvania plates, and that the van was seen headed towards the Hospital of St. Raphael. At the time, the van was believed to have been stolen and then ditched at some point. The investigation into Tyrell's murder revealed that the person who shot and killed Tyrell wore a mask. Tyrell was found dead outside of a laundromat in the Stop and Shop Plaza, where he was known to hang out sometimes because his brother worked there. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. 
millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There were about 15 witnesses at the time of the shooting. However, everyone who witnessed the shooting told police they didn't see anything, aside from the brown van allegedly driving away from the scene. At first, I found it interesting that the brown van that witnesses saw at the Tyrell Trimble crime scene was allegedly seen driving in the direction of the Hospital of St. Raphael, which is also where Ashley Armstrong was transported to after being shot. But then I considered how police found the van abandoned later on, and maybe the shooter slash shooters drove the van to the hospital because hospitals have parking garages, and it's a great place to hide and abandon a car or a vehicle quickly. At the time of his murder, Tyrell did have numerous pending criminal charges, and so maybe his murder has something to do with that. Perhaps he was targeted by his killer because he worked at a deal to talk to police about one of the charges he was facing. According to police, it doesn't appear that Tyrell Trimble and Ashley Armstrong's cases are connected. Since 2012, Ashley's case has turned cold, but despite it being deemed a cold case by the state, detectives and authorities for the New Haven Police Department claim they don't classify her case that way. They say that detectives are constantly looking for new information, new leads, and asking people if they have any tips in connection with Ashley's case. At this point, authorities from the New Haven Police Department came to the conclusion that they do not believe that Ashley was the intended target, saying, quote, We have no reason to believe she was, based on what evidence revealed then and now. According to detectives, Ashley's case has something in common with many other unsolved homicides in New Haven, Connecticut, and that's lack of cooperation. Back in 2012, the original detective who worked the case did conduct several crucial interviews, and supposedly there was a lack of cooperation from individuals who may have had information. And this topic, the community cooperating in homicide cases, is not a straightforward topic. People refuse to help the police for many different reasons, from fear of retaliation if they snitch, to fear that the police will come after them or fail to protect them if they give up information. So people refusing to come forward and offer tips is not just about them not caring. It's more complicated than that. But at the same time, I can imagine how frustrating it must be for Ashley Armstrong's family, who simply want the answers and the justice they've been waiting a decade for. According to detectives, public involvement is a necessary ingredient in the investigation investigation process. The detective currently working on Ashley's case says, quote, we cannot do it without them. Information is like our fuel, and if we don't have that, we can't do anything. There seems to be a belief that police can just do it, but we cannot do it by ourselves, end quote. Stephen Armstrong, Ashley's cousin, is pleading with the public for help, saying, quote, it would help me and my family get closure. We just want to know what happened, 
and who was a part of it. That's literally all we want. We just want that closure so we can find some peace. Anyone with information about the homicide of Ashley Armstrong should contact the New Haven Police Department tips hotline at 1-866-888-8477. You can also text a tip to 274-637 with NHPD in the beginning of the message, or you can call the state's cold case unit tip line at 860-548-0606 or 1-866-623-8058. The end of the week's episode is here, but if you feel like you're wanting, dare I say needing, more true crime content from me, be sure to check out the podcast's Patreon page. Over on the Patreon, I upload anywhere from three to five bonus episodes per month. It's exclusive content that you can only get on Patreon. I offer case updates, early access to weekly episodes, bonus episodes, which tend to be longer episodes than you'll get here. For the month of November, I will be uploading three new bonus episodes, one of which is a recap of a Netflix true crime documentary. So if you're interested and want to show support, want to help me produce the podcast, head over to the Patreon. If you're not yet sure about supporting the Patreon, I'm currently offering a seven-day free trial so you can get a little taste of what it offers. The link will be in the description if you want to join. Okay, so what are your thoughts about Ashley's case? Please leave a comment below. Also, if you enjoyed the episode, hit the like button and the subscribe button. Thanks for watching. I'll see you next week with another episode.